The following is an original audio series from Sierra International Machinery, Pile of Scrap, with your host, John Sacco. Well, hello again, live from Misery 2023. Well, live recorded, I guess. Um, this year, I have the honor of having the brothers Adams. I had them last year, but this is a little different twist. You're George's kids. Three brothers here. We got Curtis, Calvin, Tyler. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. All right on. All right. You're the older brother. I got to ask the younger brothers. We're going to start this off right. Growing up, was he a bully or did he use you two as a crash test dummy? Which one was it? I think it's a combination of both. Definitely the crash test dummy. You know, <laughs> Curtis was always the one, hey, you guys should go do this. And, you know, and you would trial go. by error. Yeah, you'd have to do it, you know. I was just the little brother that always wanted to be with the uh, bigger brothers. So okay, very. You know, I love your hair, Calvin. I got to be honest with you. I wish I could have hair like that. I don't think you get to my collar. You know, <laughs> living in Nashville, so you know. You're living the dream. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me. It's, it's you know, pile of scrap. Yeah, it, lot so much about the recycled materials industry. Great, but you know what? You guys, your brothers, our families know each other. You know. In, you know, where we were joking before we came on here that my daughter might be a bigger instigator than my nephew, little Phil, on all this. <laughs> Which one is it? Who, who's the worst? And then there's John Carlo, who you almost killed in Africa by over drinking him. <laughs> no, that was his fault. <laughs> so but, who's worse, Siobhan or little Phil? I'll go with little Phil. D definitely little Phil. But yeah. they have a way of triaging you, right? You know, yeah. one of them's, you know, encouraging you on this side and the other one's causing trouble on this side. And, you know, you're getting tag teamed by the Sockos over here. Oh, and if you don't think I've been tag teamed by the Adams, uh, you got another <laughs> thing coming. Uh, we, we have a new saying about your dad. You go to lunch with him and he's buying, getting the Montreger, right? Well, you know what waterboarding is, right? Oh, yeah. Well, he's montrageting boarding you. Into lunch. <laughs> so now that you're crippled, then you go into dinner, and now he's bringing out the Brunello and, or Bordeaux, so he's Brunello boarding you. And it's just like, ah, oh. you know, just say, you know, we call him the oligarch, you know, oligarch rule number 14, cripple your competitor with alcohol or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so big company, 100 and you know, you guys should have a meter on your chest, how many yards you are, because it's like, it changes like the national debt. What are you guys at now? Well, Tyler would have to change it every morning. Oh, <clears> no, <throat> that's what I'm saying. It's hourly. You should have it on a hat, something. What are we up to now? I think 130. All right. Break me down the duties of the three brothers. Who's doing what in the company? Start with you. So I'm the chief operating officer, so I, I oversee all the operations, obviously. Um, and... I'm a regional manager out here on the East Coast, so help out in Tennessee, Missouri, Alabama, little bits of Kentucky and Florida as well. So, Curtis? And I run one of our yards in uh, Southern California in Santa Ana. Okay, so. in all fairness, you run just one yard, but you also have another business. Tell us about that. So I run another business. We sell blood tests um, directly to consumers through LabCorp and Quest, and um, we have contracts with doctors, and so basically, I'm not trying to do a plug or anything like that right now. But anyway, so I, I have... Walkinlab.com. Yeah. <laughs> but if I wanted one. Yeah, if you needed one. No, so we have 20 employees. They're all based out of Louisiana. I'm actually flying from here directly to Louisiana for my crawfish boil with them. So Isri crawfish boil, it all, it all works. All right, so you have three kids. 
just a newborn. You have one on the way, and you have one one or two years old. It's her birthday yesterday. Or no, two days ago was her birthday. One-year-old or two-year-old? One-year-old. One-year-old. So, all right, guys, now you're you're having to balance this, this incredible business. Now you got family. You got one on the way. It's not here yet. Challenges, huh? A lot of challenges, for sure. <clears throat> so you're trying to find, and see, I think that's the equilibrium, trying to find that balance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, you have one yard, two yards, five yards, 130-something yards. That's not easy, Mr. COO. <laughs> so what, what in, all, in all fairness, in all honesty, with this challenge, how, how, how are you coming up with a solution for you to be a father, a husband, you know, and... A brother to in, in the businessman that you are. Yeah, but it's it's about it's about people, right? And ultimately, the business is about you know having the best talent and people around you. The same is true at home, right? I have a my wife's amazing. She's a saint, and she holds down the fort. And you know she's an incredible mom, and she's what allows me to do everything that I do. You know, so no different than than your family and and so forth. So um, very blessed in, in that regard. And how many so. how many days a month are you on the road? So it slowed down a lot. You know, obviously my, my son was born in September, so I took a little hiatus from traveling. Um, but I try to keep it to about a trip a month. You okay. know, so maybe one, one trip a month right now. That's and not then, too bad. Yeah, not too bad. So What about you, Calvin? How, how much are you on the road? You're here in Nashville, and you got a pretty big region. Yeah, for the past five years, I've definitely been a road warrior. <laughs> yeah. um, I've lived in, like, five different cities up and down Alabama, Tennessee, started in Tucson. Um, but 50% I'm traveling to other yards, but we are moving back to California next Monday. Oh my and, God, uh, it's Monday. That, it's, it's coming up. And so gonna well, have who's to, gonna replace you out here? Well, I think Tyler said it best. I mean, it's the people, you know, I've been a bit of a region builder for the past couple of years and the people that are running the region are, they, they've got it all under control. And um, so we're in That's good awesome. hands. And Curtis, you just run the one yard. I'm but just it, there in SoCal. But you're happy. With it. It, it, that you didn't need to have to have the region. You, you're happy with what you're doing. And I think that's important. Happiness is more important than anything. It's the first and foremost thing I tell my kids. I tell Javon and John Carl every day. Chase happiness. And you, you're happy. Oh, it's all true. You know, it's it's funny because we, I mean, I grew up walking these conventionals. Obviously, whether it's in Vegas or here, and you meet so many brothers or family that, oh well, I'm suing him, and this happened, and. It's just, it's so great to be part of a story that we're all, I mean, we're all friends. I mean, we text each other every single day. And so for me to run the yard was more about being with my brothers and part of the family business. And it's just, I have my cake and I eat it too. That's outstanding. All right. So your younger brother, he's not here because he's not in the business, Jordan. Yeah. Young Jordan, we were sharing pictures last night when we met Bill, President Clinton yeah, and Isri in 2009, Las Vegas. <laughs> Jordan's this big, and now here he is. And so he's not in the family business yet; just graduated school. What do you brothers tell Jordan? Because is he like, do I have to? Do I want to? There's got to be a level of so Tell us about what you're telling Jordan right now. Go ahead, you start. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, this I gotta hear. Now. This is good, right? It, right. I guess the the bottom line is that you 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 don't really push him one way or another, right? The, like you said, he's got to find whatever he wants to do. I think it's it's challenging in a family business, right? You've got a 
you've got a, a stereotype to overcome anytime you enter into a family business, right? You, the bar is set high. Um, you, you know, you need to earn the responsibility that 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 you have within the company. You got to start from the bottom. We all started from the bottom, um, and you know, I think Jordan's. To be honest, I think he's going to have a, a a hard time finding the niche within the business, and. Um, but he's got to, you know, he's got to decide which path he wants and whether he even wants to be in the scrap business, you know. So what does he say to you? Yeah. What does he say to you? Go ahead, you can pull the microphone back up. Uh, um, I mean, currently I believe he wants to try out real estate, and so that's what he's saying right now. And look, we just want him to do whatever's going to make him happy and whatever he'll be successful at. So no pressure at all. Curtis, what, is, what does Jordan say to you? Well, the problem is Tyler sets and Calvin sets a really high bar, okay? So you can't just jump in. And, I mean, these guys are all-stars. But um, it's funny. I'm, I'm sleeping in Jordan's room right now. So even if he doesn't want to be part of the family business, he's part of the family business. I have to crash in his hotel room because they lost mine. But <laughs> I think that no matter what he does, he's going to be a part of it. And whatever way he chooses or decides to do, He'll find his way. He'll be, he'll be super excited and happy well, he's a great kid. You oh, know, I yeah. mean, look, 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 I've, you know, our families, we've traveled the world together. So let's talk about that for a second, because we've been in uh, Istanbul together, we've been in Italy together, we've been Africa. in Africa together, China together. What was the favorite? Oh, St. Bart's together. What was the favorite trip to you? Africa. I mean, it just doesn't even. I can't wait. I need to work a little harder and make a little more money, but I can't wait to take my daughter to Africa. That was the funnest trip I've ever taken in my life. By far the most fun I've had with all of our families was Africa. And it was great. Tyler, Tyler wasn't, wasn't there. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was not allowed to go to Africa now. Weren't you so. just getting ready to have a baby or yeah. just had a baby? No, my son was born, I think, the month before Africa. So I, yeah. I, had, to, I had to bail on the Africa trip. But Slash, you guys didn't invite me. I don't know, one of the two. Uh, it was the latter. I took your place, dude. <laughs> I get the call from your dad. Hey, Johnny. But would you be interested in going to uh, Africa? And I'm like, yeah, but let me call the family. So I called Giovanna first. Gio, George called me. He wants to know if we want if you want to go to Africa this summer. Hell yeah, let's go. I'm like, all right, right on. John Carlo, call John Carlo next. John Carlo, Adams wants to, Mr. Adams wants to know if you want to go to Africa. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I, am I going to miss any of my football practice? I go, ah, nine days. Well, I don't know. You're on hold. Call Monica. Monica, you want to go? Is Joni going? I go, Monica, it's a first-class comment. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> and you didn't get to go. I'm Wait, were you no, in, good. So which one Which one of the trips you've been to the other? Which one was your favorite one? I think probably St. Bart's. St. Bart's was <clears throat> It was great, yeah. I love so, St. Bart's. Yeah. That was, what a great, great place. I, I can't wait. I actually want to go back. If all the place, I, I want to do Africa again. Maybe yeah. go to Tanzania and see the wildebeest migration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I, I was talking. You know what place I think it would be cool for all of us to go get would be Israel. What do you guys think about that? To go where? Never been. Israel. Oh, yeah. I've I, never been. I've never been either. No, never been. Well, maybe we got to get that on the agenda for the families. We got to go to Israel. You control the calendar. Make it happen. <laughs> well, <laughs> now. With a, by the time we go to Israel, you'll be up to like 180, 185 yards. I, I'll be curious to how do we get all of you guys together. Now, think about it. You guys don't fly on the same plane together because my brother and I don't fly on the same plane. Do you guys fly? We have. We try not we to. Try not but generally, to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a general. Well, you won't. Nobody flies with your dad 
Is that right? Well, we have enough boys. Like, two of us can fly together, you know. Okay. So you can... <laughs> well, I tell you, Dad, you're running out of boys to run your operation, man. And now you guys are out there. They're going to be a little while before they're up and ready to come into, uh, you know, into SA. All right. So let's, 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 go, let's talk about the business for a second. And your incredible growth and your foresight, and you got all these operations. And what's next? Not so much who you buy next, but what's next for SA? Where do you guys go from here, Tyler? You know, we we have an insatiable appetite for scrap yards. So you metal know, metal recycling yards. Sorry, yeah, we don't use that word anymore. <laughs> metal recycling yards. Um, and look, I I think there's we still have a lot of work to do. You know, on that front, we. Um, Obviously, we're very ambitious when it comes to acquiring yards. A lot of the yards that we acquire, they, they need a lot of work. And so we're still metabolizing a lot of the, the, the recent yards that we picked up. Um, but the thing is, we have so many talented people. And, you know, I, I've never been more proud of our management team. We have so much bandwidth uh, at the management level that... You know, we, whether we're buying a yard in Florida or buying a yard in California or buying a yard in Texas, we can we can metabolize them because there's different people that are going to help integrate them and manage them that, you know, people are hungry, you know, so I got to keep feeding them. There and you go. Uh, so what's your vision? What do you what do you think? We're, we're, we're you know, look, he says you're, you're, you know, the company you guys have acquired and you're still on that track. But where do you see? Calvin, what, what do you see? What what's what could be new and different for? Could, could be a bit of a boring answer, but I, I'm a bit of a nerd, and so some of the stuff we're doing on the data analytics side and our reporting tools to give our managers the best tools that they can have to run their business is really exciting. I mean, if you look at some of the way we were reporting things five years ago to what we're doing now, um, it just it makes us all that more powerful and it gives us a little extra bandwidth to continue buying yards. And um, so that's one of my favorite things that, that we're doing right now. I know you got the one yard, but as you step back a little bit, or you, you know, you step back and you watch your brothers, you know, doing what they're doing, and you said they're rock stars, and, and I would agree with you. What do you see would be something you would say to them, hey, have we thought about this? Well, listen, I, I'm not, I wouldn't be teaching them anything, but I think that going forward, I think there's going to be some vertical integration going on in our business. And I think to touch on what Calvin said, using the data and the analytics that we have now to really, you know, get an edge over competitors, um, I think we're doing great things with it, and I think we're going to continue to do it. But I think vertical integration and, you know, I don't know what I'm allowed to say or not say, but well, you know, we all, you know, vertical could be a lot of different things. Yeah, it, it, vertical integration can mean, you know. We'll so big picture, just like even if I'm not part of the business, just looking at it from economies of scale, I think that you know things like that will will happen in our business. What if about international? Just, if I could just touch on, yeah, I'll, I'll touch ahead, a little please. bit more on what Calvin said. Everything we do is about scalability, right? And okay. you need people to scale, and but you need systems to scale. We do everything from the ground up, right? And so, so much of what we're trying to implement, whether it's systems or data or everything, is about giving our people the best tools to make the best decisions, right? I, I don't make all those decisions at, at my level or, or his level. We, we, we need to empower our people to make those decisions themselves. That's what allows us to grow. And so people ask us all the time, like, how do you run so many yards? We actually don't even really run them, right? Our, <laughs> our people run them. Right. And, um, 
and they have the authority to make those decisions, the authority to, you know, make as much money for 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 the business and for themselves as possible, and uh, that's what allows us to and scale. T Tyler calls it, you know, our machine. You know, and we we take care of accounting, payroll, legal, EHS on a big picture scale, and our managers just need to manage a scrapyard. That's what they're good at. Recycled materials. Yard. Recycled materials yard. You handle recycled iron, recycled exactly. copper. Just saying. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And all, and all those people are bonused at the yard level with how much money they make, so they're all incentivized. So they're, they're all incentivized to do great things. And I, you know, I, I think that's, that is awesome. So, international, can you comfortably expand beyond the American borders with all that you've got in place, but all the different rules and regulations and laws from different countries, especially employment, et cetera, you have an appetite for that? You know, I wouldn't say there's not an appetite, but <clears throat> there's so much opportunity domestically. Yeah. We, we got a lot more states. I think we got 35 more states to go into before we start looking outside, outside <laughs> the borders, right? <clears throat> so... I don't see us moving international when I still think there's so much potential for us to grow domestically. Well, you know, I, I can relate to that because Sierra, look, we're a manufacturer of equipment and we really concentrate North and South America. We don't have the production capacity at our factory to go to Europe, yeah. to go to Southeast Asia because our books are full and they keep growing for here. Even though we've expanded 96,000 square feet of manufacturing, we got to concentrate on here because this is where it's being made right now. So I, I you know, I can relate to what uh, you said. So all right, your dad, he's an animal, and he obviously gave you guys all that gene. But tell me, tell me a thing, a deal, or idea that he had that you said, "Nah, I ain't gonna work," but it turned out it worked. You all have to have something there because your dad is like, you know, I, I heard it all the time, friends. So give me an idea, something he had the idea that you thought, ah, and then it worked. Man, that's tough. Um, we're building this plant in Nashville okay. and we're looking at the, the layout and I mean there's magnet after magnet after magnet and I mean it, it's a little ridiculous how many magnets are on this plant. I was like dad there's no reason to go overboard <laughs> on all these magnets. We're going to get the metal out beforehand and sure enough the very last magnet on that line is still pulling a lot of ferris out and it's just um, he's he's got this engineering vision and he just, his favorite thing to do is hang out on our downstreams and non-ferrous plants, and he's always right when it comes to his plants. I gotta say that, even That's if awesome. I'm skeptical. He's a magnet for good ideas, man. Oh, <laughs> no pun intended. No, I didn't, I, I don't you know. Mean. We're gonna edit that one out just <laughs> Yeah, get that out, face. that's too much. <laughs> Drew, let's edit that one out, please. Tyler, <laughs> come up with something. All right, so I think there's always a debate, right? And which, which companies we acquire and, and you know, which, which targets we like. And, and sometimes I'm pitching a deal, sometimes he's pitching a deal and I won't get into details, but there's been sure. times where he wants to buy a yard and thinking this, this yard's not gonna be good, right? We should not touch this business. And, and we all kind of vote on it, we debate on it and you know, eventually we'll come to consensus. The reality is that we really don't ever do anything unless we all agree. But there have been times where I don't think it's a good idea, and then we go we go ahead and, and this one yard in particular, and yards a home run, right? It, it's okay. been an, a, a, an amazing deal, amazing acquisition for us, and 
Well, I'm still waiting for my commission for all these yards you bought that I've given to you guys. But uh, uh, oh well, it's in the mail. It's in the mail, Johnny. <laughs> but you know, it's it, it's kind of interesting. But I'll never forget your dad called me. You just acquired your um, Southern Pompano, your yards in Florida. You just got in there, and so there he was down there. And he's all excited. And he sends me a text. He goes, uh, "How long does it take to get a cylinder for an RB6000?" Uh, I go, how many you want? He goes, oh, oh, funny, how long does it take? I go, dude, how, how many you want? I got them in stock. And then he sends this, really? <laughs> yeah, really. So, you know, it, it's funny. I mean, your dad gets so excited when you guys bought PSC. I, I mean, I was literally having to pull him down. He was on cloud <laughs> nine. Dude, was the most excited I have ever seen him. And, you know, and God bless him, and God bless you guys. You guys, you know... You are a real family that is stuck together, and you, you you have your marching orders to improve and do all the things that you have. And I think what's awesome is that I see you three brothers, and you do get along, and you do are each other's best friends. Although I don't know who was it who almost killed you on the ski slope, saying so you need to take that. Uh, <laughs> who was that? Curtis, is that you, Curtis? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I think it's great. I think your story is awesome, not because of the success of SA, but the success of your family. Because the family unit that stays together like you have, it's immeasurable of all the goals and all the things you guys can accomplish. So I'm going to give each of you the last word. We're going to bring this in for landing. I really appreciate it. Curtis, you're the oldest. Go. No, I mean, listen, I think it starts at the top. Everything you, you just said, you know, I mean, it starts with George. I'm not giving a shameless plug right now, but, you know, the only time he really was hard on me was when I was mean to my brothers. And he said, listen, that's your best friend. It's going to be like that. And I think that that message and that culture goes through the entire business that, you know, these are your partners. They're not business partners. They're your friends and their family. And I think that's why we've been so successful and why Tyler and Calvin have been able to I don't know, buy three yards before they eat breakfast every morning. So. Oh, hold on. Quick story. You and you were in the back seat of a car. We're, we're in Park City, Utah at an Israel event. Uh, your future wife was in her mother's belly. We're in the car. Oh, Jesus. Okay. We're driving. You two are in the back seat. Your maid, not maid, your nanny was with you. You wanted part of his candy bar. And uh, she's speaking Spanish to you. She goes, oh, Curtis, share with your brother. He shares with you. And you looked at her and you go, no mucho. <laughs> I'll never forget it. You wouldn't know you were too young, but I love it. All right, you're up. You're the next brother. Final words, buddy. Look, I, we've had, I, we have the luxury of, of, you know, my dad and his siblings. I've always admired their working relationship, right? Obviously, they, they, they helped grow this business they're the reason it is what it is today and I've always admired the way that they work together right they don't always agree they debate they do it healthily and they usually well, disagree they actually <laughs> usually disagree right but then at the end of the day they go home and they go have dinner and and everyone's happy right and we've I think tried hard to embody that as well you know these guys are my best friends they were the best men at my wedding and everything that we do again we don't always agree but um, we, we always are still, you know, stride and stride. And uh, so, anyways, 
Right on, man. That's yeah. awesome. Calvin, last word with you, buddy. I, I don't think we've ever had like a real argument, to be honest. But anyways, we have not lived together in the same city for well over 10 or 12 years. And, uh, you know, when I moved home from Texas, Tyler was in Atlanta. By the time he moved home, I'd moved to Tucson. And um, starting next week, we'll all be in the same city again. And I just can't wait. So, well, well that depends. If we go international, your ass is being shipped to. You, know. <laughs> oh, so you might be in Saskatchewan guy, huh? next month. I've been the guy shipped to places for six years now, and I'm ready to, to go back to you're home. Ready base. to come home. Yep. Well, I don't know if that's a healthy thing. The three Adams brothers getting together way too often. Yeah, you know. <laughs> your wives are gonna kind of go. Hmm. Let's barbecue with somebody else. <laughs> Guys, seriously. Curtis, Calvin, Tyler. Thank you for coming in here, having this conversation about what I believe is an incredible story, an incredible family. Obviously, the business is incredible, but to me, what's more important is the success of your family. Thanks for sharing. And that's it for another episode from ISRI 2023, A Pile of Scrap. This has been a Sierra International Machinery original audio series. Thanks for listening. Please share this podcast and make sure to subscribe.